Welcome to the Posters in Every Direction podcast. We are your hosts. My name is Mike. And I'm Erica. And on this show, we discuss concert posters, music with a heavy emphasis on the Dave Matthews Band, artists, and the community of poster and merch collecting. So whether you are new to this hobby or a seasoned professional, we invite you to come and relax now and join us in the space between music and art. This is episode number 14 of the Posters in Every Direction podcast, entitled, I Saw a Bear on TV. That's right. Uh, Bear-themed posters, bear-themed songs. There, this is something that I don't think I thought a lot about in the, mm-hmm. in the poster um, genre, specifically the Dave Matthews Band posters, is what a um, prevalent sort of theme mm-hmm. has been throughout a number of posters of of bears. Bears. Like the animal the you know, bear, B E A R. Not our dog bear. Right. Who well that's also But we his. do have a dog named Bear. Right. Um so we had received actually this was a warehouse edition or the show edition from the warehouse. Right. So this we we have in front of us the poster from mm-hmm. the June 29th, two thousand twenty three mm-hmm. Dave Matthews Band show from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It took place at the American Family Insurance Amphitheater. So maybe we'll just call it the Milwaukee show for yeah. shortening that mouthful. Yep. Um, and this, yes, this was an example of a show edition poster. We were not at that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, full disclosure to everybody out there. <laughs> but we we are members of the fan club, the yep. Dave Matthews Band fan club, The Warehouse. Mm-hmm. And from time to time, um, if you follow... The band, the warehouse, and posters, you probably know that um, from time to time, particularly with shows during weekdays, you're kind of like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday shows, um, and often Friday as well, I think. Um, The band will drop on the warehouse website very briefly. It's a Mm -hmm. short window, um, a handful, handful, an allotted number of the posters from that night's show. And I think, although I don't have this confirmed, if anybody out there knows for sure, but I think someone from the warehouse or the the crew physically pulls a a number of these Mm -hmm. posters from the poster stack that goes to the merch tent venues. We ended up with number 948, I think, out of number, out of 965 made. Um, So it is a show edition, but we got it through the warehouse, Mm -hmm. purchased it online the day of the show. Yes. So this episode, we are going to do a deep dive into this particular poster. And this is actually by artist Neil Williams. Neil Mm -hmm. Williams, uh, if you go off of his Instagram, it's Epic Problems with a Z. Uh, but his website is Epic Problems with an S, E-P-I-C-P-R-O-B-L-E-M-S dot com. And Neil uh, hails from Eugene, Oregon, um, and uh, he is a kind of a self-proclaimed pen and ink style. And that's one of the things I think if you look at the overall details and design work and, and theme and the way that he his artistry is... It is very detailed um, in, in a way that uh, this one particularly surprised me. Um, but uh, his background, you know, he started around 2011 um, n- doing illustrations and screen printing. 
um, primarily for, you know, concert posters. Um, and he, you know, kind of worked from record store jobs and doing some freelance music composition. And he, uh, started designing flyers for, um, bands while he was living in Atlanta, Georgia. And he has kind of moved, uh, out to, to Eugene, Oregon. And not only does he do all of the artwork and, and illustration, but he also opened up his own screen printing business in 2018. Uh, that's called Epic Problems Print Shop. And I think that his goal um, from his bio says that he really wanted just to make sure that there was high quality printing um, and services, not just for what the work that he was doing, but also other outside clientele as well. Um, some of his uh, clients on the on the gig poster, the concert side, obviously Dave Matthews Band, Foo Fighters, the Avett Brothers, Queens of the Stone Age, 311, Arctic Monkeys. I mean, if you go to his, his Insta page, you can see uh, some of his amazing artwork um, throughout the years for various bands. Um, <clears throat> but this one was real interesting because, as Mike said, he snagged this from the warehouse and he was like, oops, I accidentally on purpose got this poster and I... I've been known to do that from time <laughs> to time. <laughs> and I remember when I first saw this, again, this is another one of those ones that sometimes the online image doesn't translate to how awesome it is in real life. Yeah. And I remember he was like, yeah, I got the one with the bear. And I was like, you got the one with the bear? It looks like Harry Potter. I'm not... We're not like bear people. <laughs> like it's Wisconsin. I don't. He was like, "Well, I got it." I was like, "Okay." And Zella, our daughter, was like, "You got the bear one. That's awesome. I love that one. I want it for my room." And I was like, "Okay, that's fine." Um, but it showed up. We rolled it out, and I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah. Um, I think, and this isn't like uh a dig or anything at the online image, but I think it's hard sometimes to really appreciate mm -hmm. what a piece looks like in person, you know, from, from the online image. Mm -hmm. Um, a couple of things that you said in the bio, um, for Neil, for the artist, Neil Williams, mm -hmm. um, really kind of, um, I, I was like, Oh, I see that. That actually makes some sense. I mean, number one, I think that he's got a long history in the music Mm -hmm. space right yeah. what do you call it, the music industry or the music space yep. from record stores on up and now into creating gig posters and, gig posters. and he has his own printing shop mm -hmm. now this is where i want to say you know there's a point of distinction that i think that maybe um is, is one of the reasons what we see here is so attractive in person that there's obviously uh, from his bio an attention by this artist to not just you know, uh, create the image, mm -hmm. but then a particularity with which the image is printed. And that yeah. probably makes a difference. Although, again, we're not experts. We're learning as we mm -hmm. go. Yeah. But that makes sense to me, right? That somebody yeah. could theoretically create an image and you could take that image and then depending on how it is printed, what type of paper is used, what the process, that image could look very different. So if you're looking at it in a digital file you may have one reaction, mm -hmm. and then you look at the piece in person close yeah. up, you have an entirely different one. With this one, I kind of thought, that's interesting when I saw it online. Mm -hmm. And I also thought, we don't have anything that looks like this. It's just a different presentation. Mm -hmm. The bear is a very almost like realistic drawing, like something I would expect to see in sort of like a lodge or like a... 
you an know, episode a, of Yellowstone. An episode. Yeah, I'm very into Yellowstone right now, everybody. <laughs> if you're a Yellowstone uh, yeah. Yellowstone fan, shout out and yes, right. let me know what you're thinking. Um, but yeah, it's not a cartoony bear, nope. right? It's not an interpretation of a bear. You know, um, something like we might see. We've talked about Ben Kwok very mm-hmm. recently. He does different interpretations of animals with this right. sort of biomechanical. Mechanical. I would say this is a very like this is a realism piece. You know, this is a realistic type of of bear, and it's yep. it's done. With a level of detail in the fur, mm-hmm. in the claws, in the eyes yeah. that really make this this animal come to life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just thought when I saw it online, huh, we don't really have anything like that. And oops, I can I can obtain it through the <laughs> warehouse. And also, there's a very short time window. And if you know right, what you I'm pull, talking about. You got to pull the trigger. You're either in or you're out. That's right. It's There is not a maybe button. There mm-hmm. is a yes or no button. Mm-hmm. And so... Which is also an interesting kind of thing to think about that some you just push yes and others you push no. This is, I will tell you in full disclosure, there are others that come up yep. and I've had the opportunity. I've just said, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. It's not going to fit in our space. It's not really what we like. Mm-hmm. This one came up and I immediately said yes. Now, Erica said, really? You got that one? And I said, I did. And let's just see what it looks like in person right. and, you know, see see what we what we do with it. But. The detail in person when he says he's an ink, a pen and ink. Pen and ink. So, um, yeah. I see that because yeah. the level of detail, the cracks and things in the lighthouse, mm-hmm. um, well, it, it, pretty pretty impressive. Well, it's so funny because, you know, we mentioned at the beginning, you've got bear themes throughout a lot of posters. I, I We didn't do, I didn't actually count them, but there's probably over a dozen that are out there. You can look up espresso beans. Um, we got kind of a little tiny meta view of, of what a search could look like as mm-hmm. bears. Dave Matthews band bears. Um, Google is not as great, but you know, there was a bunch out there and ones where I was like, Oh yeah, I remember that one or this one or that one. Um, and so, you know, obviously that's, that is a choice of an artist. I think that the band we've talked about this before, you know, does the band give, kind of directive, like, hey, we'd like you to have this, or can you include something like this, or whatnot. But, you know, I think it's largely up to the artist um, to present options and, and, you know, visual imagery, and then the band says, yeah, that one, no, that one, or whatnot. It is. I am curious as to this sort of interaction process process and discussion. Mm -hmm. In other words, when there's there's a contact from whomever's working this with with the Dave Matthews band or any band and they reach out to the artist and they say hey Neil Williams we'd love for you to do a Mm -hmm. poster we're slotting you in for this date Mm -hmm. I don't know if that happens I'm number one I'm imagining do they say you are slotted for the Milwaukee Wisconsin show in order to be able to put the details of the show because that's done by the artist as well so Erica has solved that mystery very good point that's probably the way it goes right so hey uh, Neil Williams, we'd like you to do the gig poster for Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Here are the details you have to have in it, right? Right. Name of the band, location, date. And then do they city. also say, we're thinking we would really <laughs> like this to be a bear-themed poster? I don't know. I don't know. Or are they saying we'd like there to be wildlife of some type? What? Because it has. who comes up with the idea of the theme that ties to Milwaukee? I also mm-hmm. am not really sure... Um, if it has to, right? Is there well, a, is there a particular lighthouse in Milwaukee? I don't know. We haven't done that deep dive research. Yeah, but, but we've there, talked there, though there about that in the past, though. How sometimes there is a very distinct direct relation mm-hmm. to the the location and the poster, and sometimes right. it appears that there's none whatsoever. That's right. So I, I don't know that at all. But you know, we talk about 
music, the intersection right between music and art. Mm -hmm. And this one for, for me, I remember when Mike was like, oh, you know, what song it brought to your mind when you saw this. Yeah, so I, I unrolled this poster. We mm -hmm. were flattening it out. And from that moment, the lyrics from the song Dive In by the Dave Matthews Band um, mm -hmm. where, you know, Dave sings about, I saw a bear on TV, um, you know, his, their homes were turning to water right. and then Dave sort of cuts back the other way. You know, he's like, <laughs> first he's saying, I really wish I could help these bears who are losing their homes because polar ice caps are melting or whatnot, I assume is what he's mm -hmm. inferring. Um, but then he cuts back the other way and he says, it's strange. It's kind of sad. This big old bear, but I'm sure that he would happily eat me. <laughs> He'd tear me to pieces, yeah. right? And it's, so it's uh -huh. like this kind of comical, like, look on uh, humanity that we feel very sorry sometimes for animals like mm -hmm. a grizzly bear right. or a polar bear. Mm -hmm. Oh, look, you know, deforestation. And these are things I think personally we should be concerned about yeah. as stewards of the earth. But that, I'm not trying to get political here. But I'm aligned with Dave Matthews in that space in mm -hmm. that I do take seriously and I do feel like we have a responsibility as the caretakers of the yeah. earth to make sure that you know, the other beings are, they, they, they have a place to live and they're mm -hmm. not ex made extinct. Set all that aside. Now Dave cuts the other way and says, <laughs> it's kind of strange when you think about it because we're, we're concerned about these animals. But if it was just us squaring off against that animal, that bear would tear me to pieces. Yes. So that's the, that's the that's lyric, the, mm -hmm. but the musicality of it is, yeah. you know, it's strange, kind of sad, big old bear. Yeah. I'm sure he would happily eat me. Yeah. Now, since we unrolled this poster, that <laughs> song has been playing in my head. Over and over. And you're just like over wandering around the house like strange, kind of sad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I think of it as the song floating in my head. And I'm just curious to any of our listeners, if you ever get lyrics mm -hmm. to songs sort of floating, you know, trapped in your stuck head in like your, that. Stuck yeah, in your noodle. Stuck in your noodle. And you're like, man, I keep singing that. <laughs> and what I want to say is that I find it an interesting point that art, a piece of artwork yeah. like from Neil Williams here can can, can do, do that. that. It can speak to me that way because Dive In is not a song that's on my regular playlist. It's not a no. go-to for me. No. Like if you rank songs, it's like, oh, that's an A. <laughs> Gray Street, that's an A. You know, number 41, that's an A. Two-step, mm -hmm. that's an A. And then you get on B, C, D, E. I mean, <laughs> Dive In for me is like, you know, an E or below probably. It's not one that I regularly... Yeah. But now play. it's now it's like at the top of the list, and you're like, but I now can't get it out of my head. I've been going and I've been listening to it. It's in my head, and really, um, it's your fault, Neil Williams. It's all because of you. Thank you. Um, He's but just no, trying it's... to get like the those you know lesser known, those a little more deep track. Right. Well, uh, that... let's let's bring that up to the surface here. But, and that's exactly you know. And you had a different thought. I you did. saw the bear and you thought of a different day. I Matthews thought of lyric. what would you say? I was there when the bear ate his head. He thought it was a candy. Right. Which is another like okay does dave have some deep seated fear of being eaten by a bear <laughs> because the lyrics are both about being fearful of a bear eating me right uh, i he, mean which is a total valid fear valid very reasonable Re I mean, totally reasonable fear if, and if you've <clears throat> if you've done any kind of camping or Hike, and you know, Dave's a big hiker runner, mm -hmm. and he lives in the Pacific Northwest. He, he lives in Seattle. Yep. Uh, mm -hmm. Neil Williams is now what Eugene, Eugene Oregon. Oregon. So it's a, you know, this is us totally being like East Coast or Southeast privilege. Like we don't know, <laughs> we don't see bears here, uh, but they're they're out there. 
somewhere probably. That's but true. we don't really see them. Yeah, it's not but a if, common but if, common animal. If we you're encounter. in the if you're in the Pacific Northwest, mm-hmm. right? I mean, again, shout out to Yellowstone, new <laughs> new introduction in my life. But if you're in Yellowstone and you're hiking, that's a that's yeah. a real there's a lot of bears in Yellowstone we've right. seen. But this one particularly, it just it's funny when you think I see something and that's what comes to my brain. You see something, that's what comes to your brain. But the other piece that, you know, we can now kind of dive into is sort of this this really unique detail mm-hmm. of this imagery from Neil uh, Williams. This, this Mike has mentioned, there's a bear in the forefront mm-hmm. sitting on this, this rock. Yep. And while that, I think, stands out initially, just again, because it's visually closest using air quotes right closest you're using it right i'm using it right uh visually you know it's there but the the things that i notice the most is more in the background and one of the things that when i first saw this and again when i first saw it i saw a bear on the online i was like "Eh, bear cool whatever but well we mike unrolled it we you know flattened it put it up into our frame we just have it in kind of a really like weathered gray frame from one of our favorite simple um framing options from michael's these are those belmont studios frames they sometimes go on sale right now they're bogo sometimes they're buy one get two free anyways they're the, they're one of our favorite ways to to frame up our posters right now in a um cost effective way but it's the way back it's the sky mm-hmm. that that's what my eye initially goes to and it's these very van gogh starry night clouds these mm-hmm. like swirly bubbly clouds in this beautiful color like that did not translate online at all yeah but it's this very teal blue with these little pops of of like glowy gold it's obviously the reflections from from the moon that's out there um but that to me is what like initially caught my eye going oh this is really beautiful yeah and i think that that's that's an excellent way to start to break down kind of for our listeners the image so mm-hmm. again i'm going to recap some of the things erica said but you know what we have is sort of a a standard 18 by 24 poster print um in the in the foreground in the front there is this dark black grizzly bear with a nice tan mm-hmm. nose um he is perched kind of in a sitting mm-hmm. position you know you see three out of four of his paws um but he's sort of perched on this rock yeah. uh this rock kind of looks something that you you would i would imagine you'd see in um a coastal mm-hmm. you know northwest area you could also say maybe like in the Northeast, like up in Massachusetts, you might see something like this. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's a rock where the rock meets the water, yeah. right? The ocean. Yeah. Um, and he's perched on this thing. There's some sort of flowery plants, yeah, a couple things growing yellow, out here and there. Kind of weed flowers. But that rock clearly is kind of where the land meets the sea. And then in the in the background, mm-hmm. right? He's in the foreground on the right. In the bra- background, almost now on the left, yeah. there is this larger piece of the rock with mm-hmm. these sort of old broken steps. wooden steps that have been kind of placed there by, you know, I imagine a lighthouse worker or something yeah. that lead up to this kind of grassy, mossy covered part of the rock. Mm-hmm. Then on top of that is this sort of majestic lighthouse that is 
almost castle-like in the way it looks. Mm-hmm. It, it emotes themes of Harry Potter to Absolutely, me. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and it has this sort of yellow light from within. Yeah. So it looks almost as if Someone's there's there. some old person working the lighthouse with, you know, candlelight by night or, or whatnot. Um, and that lighthouse is now this second element mm-hmm. in this piece that really... You know, is it's it sits higher obviously than the bear. Yep. It's in the background, and this is a really neat thing that Neil did mm-hmm. with the piece. Is that in the foreground, the you know the the front yep. of the poster, this bear he is sharp. I mean, the detail work, yeah. and he is very clear. He is right there to meet you. I mean, mm-hmm. it is almost like I'm a little bit concerned at how close <laughs> I am to this bear. As you go into that background, almost slightly out of focus not really out of focus but it's not as sharp mm-hmm. is that rock with the lighthouse on it almost maybe like some sea mist is yeah, a uh, hazy hazy yeah making yeah, it fog. a little hazy it's fog those swirly clouds you talk about yeah. that fill the rest of the space mm-hmm. um maybe causing a little bit of that fogginess mm-hmm. um and a bright uh full moon, full moon. right on top of that yeah. lighthouse that then that that light or yellow that comes from that really seems to alter the color of those clouds. Well, and it's it's almost like you also get, I can see it, the, the pops and the details on the front of the rock with little these reflection. little reflections of how the moon may be glistening off of a rock that's been sprayed by the ocean or the water. Yeah, yeah. And again, that speaks to that sort of realism, right? Mm-hmm. You mentioned Van Gogh, and I think that's mm. right on point with the... The clouds and whatnot. And swirls, yeah. I would also add to this that I think Neil Williams has a little bit of uh, a Monet thing going on here. Mm-hmm. Claude Monet, if you're familiar with any of his work, a lot of times Monet would paint the same thing, you know, mm-hmm. 15, 20 times at different times of day yeah. and capture how different um, the, light. the light and the time of day affected the the mm-hmm. subject of the piece. There's a particular piece. I wish I knew the name of it. I'm a terrible art student, y'all. I'm sorry. But there is a piece that Claude Monet did. We saw this in New York at the oh, at, the, at the Met. Oh, yeah, at the Met. Um, when we were there for the Dave Matthews Band show last November. November. Yep. Um, we saw the Monet that has... It's this rock it's formation, rock. I believe, in France mm-hmm. that looks like an elephant. I knew it from the movie The Count of Monte Cristo mm-hmm. when they go to locate the treasure of Sparta. That's right. And Monet did many of these pieces at different times of yep. day. It's it's a water piece, right? The yep. rock formation of the water. So the color is very different. But also the calmness or uh, aggressiveness of the waves and the sea and how they crash into the rock were very different. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really interesting. I get that same kind of imagery or feeling from Neil Williams' piece here. Mm-hmm. If this was, I'm curious to know, if this was an actual place that Neil knows mm-hmm. of, that he went out and sketched out maybe in Eugene, mm-hmm. and then imagined the lighthouse differently or imagined a bear there. Yeah, um, but if you took this, it feels like this is at night and you mm-hmm. can see those waters calm. Yeah. But if you were to be there in the bright sunshine of the day, Number one, the bear, he might be in a different position. He might be hiding from the sun or Mm -hmm. he might be on his back sunbathing or something with sunglasses on, I would imagine. And then the waves might be hitting the rocks clear up to where those stairs are. You can Uh see how the water's kind of receded. The stairs end and then there's a pretty good drop off. You know, so I'd imagine the tide could come in and... And rise you know, up enough rise up that a you could bit. access it. What's it's interesting you're talking about the bear and and the details. I think one of the other things would you know 
lyrically, Dave talks about, like, the bear eating his head. So I thought it was a candy. Your brain goes to dive in. I'm sure that bear would tear me to pieces. There's this look on the bear's face. He's kind of smiling a little bit. Like, I know yeah. something you don't know. <laughs> he does have a smile. He, I didn't notice that before you said that. There's this sort of, like, like, I'm going to eat you. <laughs> and you're not going to like it. Yeah. Or the this calm peace to him. Like, this moment that this bear is being captured by Neil Williams... That this is just this, this is like the bear's perfect time. Like he's just out there on this rock, living his best bear life. And there's this ultimate peace and and calmness to him. Again, this is not, like you said, there's not raging waters. There's not this big splash of, of sea mist. You know, it's a very calm, calm evening. And this bear's just enjoying checking out the ocean view. Uh, and, and, you know, I think about like, all right, you said, is somebody in this, is somebody inside of this lighthouse? Because the lights are on, so we would assume somebody is home. This okay. also reminds me, you said Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. It is like, when I think of that scene before, uh, it's in the first book um, where Hagrid's trying to like find Harry to deliver the letter and the Weasleys take him, or not the Weasleys, the uh, Dursleys take him to the, the this like abandoned lighthouse. And it's like the storm is crashing and lightning flashing. This is like the, it's like the location, but the opposite of the environment. I agree. What are you looking up? I'm looking up Milwaukee Lighthouse. And again, we've, we've said this to y'all before on the podcast, but if you're new, thank mm-hmm. you for tuning in, first of all. <laughs> but this is very much an exploratory journey for Erica and myself. And sometimes, you know, we're learning in real time alongside yes, as you. We, as we record this um, podcast. And, and I've, I've just done some quick Googling to see some imagery around mm-hmm. lighthouses in Milwaukee. So I've oh. never been to Milwaukee, but apparently this is a thing. And the most iconic image that I've been able to find is this, the Milwaukee Breakwater Lighthouse. And I think maybe something like that Mm. could have been possibly the inspiration because it really is this sort of castle-y looking, although I think it's different from the one that that Neil has provided here slightly. But it is very much water kind of breaking against What body of water? This has to be a lake. Because there's no oceans near Milwaukee, right? <laughs> if I if my map brain is uh, is correct, this must be some sort of one of the major lakes, one of the Great Lakes, right? Probably what Lake Michigan or something like that. I don't know. Um, See, this is again we, we, we talk can do about more this. Don't we there. talk about this? The other day we were like, we need to get a map in our house because sometimes our kids are like, hey, where's blah blah blah, and I'm like, oh, it's here, and they're like. What? <laughs> right. It's so easy to just look things up online now. That's where we go to. But uh, there seems to be this this breakwater lighthouse yeah. that mm-hmm. is maybe perhaps an inspiration for this mm. piece. Um, and I believe it's it's a subject of uh, discussion in, in and around Milwaukee, perhaps acquired by a nonprofit. Um, but looking really quickly to find some data for you, Milwaukee Breakwater, uh, Breakwater Lighthouse was built in 1926 in the harbor of Milwaukee uh, to mark the entrance to the harbor. One of the last fully enclosed breakwater lighthouses in the Great Lakes. There it is. The structure was placed on the National Register of Historic Places in 2011. Okay. Um, there's further history and whatnot, uh, but it... it Owned and operated by the United States Coast Guard, 
is an active aid to navigation. Mm. Uh, it's a steel tower with a square balcony, round cast iron lantern. Uh, there's lighthouse quarter keepers. Um, now this rests on a concrete pier. So again, mm -hmm. it's not exactly what we're seeing in the yeah. image here, but it could very well be the inspiration for this more, you know, uh, fantastical style or of an lighthouse. I an iconic imagery of some, some people from Wisconsin might recognize this. It might be more to, to their purview, right? We, we, I say this all the time on the podcast is we see things through the lenses of our own experiences. And I've never been to Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, the closest I've gotten to Wisconsin is Michigan. Mm -hmm. And, you know, thinking of the ways that, that I kind of assume things based on my experiences, I've been to the Northeast and, you know, not ever been out to the Northwest, Pacific Northwest, but this just has this, like my, you, you use that word fantastical. Mm -hmm. This is very, this is very mythical. I, I love fantasy books. I love, you know, books about, you know, fairies and monsters and magic and, you know, far off places that also seem like they could have also been here, you know, millions of years ago in a different dimension. But this is very magical to me. Yeah. And just to confirm for our listeners, this is apparently the, the lighthouses that may um, inspire this are located on, on Lake Michigan. Lake Michigan. Um, the, again, I would imagine the Milwaukee side um, or the Illinois side, you know, away mm -hmm. from actually Michigan, but mm -hmm. sort of over on that the, thing, uh, yeah, finger on the that west, comes down. The west side of the lake. Mm -hmm. which, um, which makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. There's, I mean, a fair amount of water there that I imagine there's, there's traffic that flows through it. And mm -hmm. these lighthouses would provide some, mm -hmm. some guidance there. It's really cool. And it's neat because, you know, I think Neil Williams as an artist has done a few Dave Matthews posters in the past. Um, and if you go to his, his Instagram, which is what I did, and I just kind of was looking at the style of his work and, you know, it's got touches of, of other artists that we love. And I think that's why sitting with this, the longer I sit with this, the more I really love it. And, you know, I look at it and I'm like, well, this one looks like it could have a little biomechanical style that's influenced by Ben Kwok. And this one, there's one that he did that has like this water splashing that to me is very Miles saying the way that Miles treats his water. Um, and it's just really unique in a way that really surprised me. And we talk about this often, you know, Mike and I don't always agree or or like the same pieces. Some pieces are like, oh my gosh, like I'm so excited. I don't know if you are um, a friend of ours and we'll do an upcoming podcast on this. One of my best friends, she, her, she was able to snag one of the, um, the ones the we call her the dream girl from, from Meriwether from Meriwether this summer. And that to me, I was like, I saw that. I was like, oh my gosh, I love her. That's so gorgeous. That's right in my wheelhouse. It's like mythical goddess, you know, image. Um, and then sometimes we agree on, yep. on, you know, M most, most of, the, of time. the time we agree. Um, and this one was one that I was like, I'm not quite sure. Uh, but I'm always open and, and, you know, open to have my mind and my eyeballs changed and <laughs> my opinions changed about something. And this is one of those ones that uh, the more I sit with it, the more it's like, oh, I really like this. Yeah, I, I do too. Um, the other thing I've been able to find out just from searching is that um, according to the interwebs, apparently, uh, there are bear sightings that are on the rise in Southern Wisconsin. Oh. Um, and I, I will say we don't, we haven't done a deep dive of this, but 
I think the Milwaukee show was right around the time of the uh, Pine Knob show in Michigan this mm-hmm. year. And it's, you know, right across kind the lake, kind of right back to back. Mm-hmm. Um, and the theme for that poster, interestingly, were bears. bears. And they were kind of like swimming in coffee cups yes. and buckets and things. Mm-hmm. And if you've followed it, you've probably seen that one. Yes. And it was, I think, back to back, we were like another bear image. Yes. And so it's very possible that we're in this time of year and we just are not, you know, based on where exposed we live. to it based on where we live. Yeah. But maybe up there in the Great Lakes area, as you get into the summer, maybe there's just more bear sightings. And yeah. so this is sort of a maybe inside joke for the Midwestern lake country folk. If you are like, from if you're from this area, if you guys have any insight, you can actually within if you're listening on Spotify, uh, you can actually engage in some Q and A's with us and and leave a little note. Um, we'll also share this obviously on our uh, Instagram and Facebook page. Um, but would love to just know if you're from Milwaukee, were you at this show? Um, is is there an issue with bears in Wisconsin? Or is it just like we're just living, you know, alongside of these bears and we're trying to have this symbiotic relationship? Like you had mentioned at the beginning of this, like when Dave was talking about from Dive In, like it's mm-hmm. strange, it's kind of sad that I'm watching this, you know, deforestation or, or loss of this bear's home and and I have this like sadness and I want to help them as humans, but also there's the flip side, which is like, yep, that bear's gonna definitely eat me though. Like right. it's it's we're we and it's we're we're constantly living in this world where we're trying, I think, to be respectful of the earth and the globe and you know the world that we live in. And and we know this. Dave is a huge proponent of environmental causes. Um, and, and, you know, trying to be a good steward of the earth that we live in. I always think of like One Sweet World or, you know, some of the other songs that he creates that are uh, very, you know, sort of like sadness about, you know, taking care of the earth of what we have, but also, you know, leaving behind, what do we leave behind? And there's this growth that, that we've had in the last couple of years where I think as we've aged and Dave mm-hmm. has aged, the things that we appreciate and the things that we think about are different than what we did 20 years ago. Yeah. And again, sort of, you know, deep diving and, and saying what, what are the connections here? Um, you know, we've talked about the lighthouse. We've learned a little bit about that mm-hmm. with you on the, on the podcast yeah. today. Talking about maybe there's a there's more bears in the summertime, mm-hmm. but I actually found another connection between Milwaukee and um, bears. Right, you think of like sports teams. You think mm-hmm. of Chicago, the NFL football team. Um, well, apparently in 1923 there was a, a baseball team, uh, part of what I'll re- refer to as you know the the African American um, baseball league mm-hmm. that was done like in Pittsburgh. I know oh, yeah. there were like the, the the Homestead Grays and the Crawfords. Apparently in 1923. Uh, the Milwaukee Bears were a baseball team for a very short period of time. I think they ran out of funding um, from reading reading the um, oh. the 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 Wikipedia entry okay. here, but it does reference that uh, back in two thousand and eight, the Milwaukee Brewers, who are the National League Central Major League Baseball team, 
wore the Bears uniforms, ironically against the Pittsburgh Pirates, huh. which is what I grew up as a fan of. And the Pirates wore the Pittsburgh Crawfords uniform, sort of as a tribute to, cool. to the league from back in the 1920s. That's very cool. Um, and so I wonder if Neil Williams may also be a baseball fan and thought of like sneaking this mm. Easter egg in as sort of mm. a tribute, right, to that um, historic league that is such a, I think, interesting and really critical part of, mm-hmm. um, you know, baseball yeah. and, and Americana, American history. Yeah. Um, so that's just discovering that there. Yeah. And y'all, this is part of the fun of the poster <laughs> game for us is it's, it's, it's a memento. It's a souvenir. Yeah. It's a piece of art, but it's also a learning project. You know, we take these deep dives together, Erica and mm-hmm. I, and we find, we find out information we find cool that we stuff. probably wouldn't have otherwise looked up that day. Yes. And so, um, well, we that, get to, we get to do this together, which mm-hmm. I think is one of the most fun parts about doing this podcast and we get to engage with y'all our listeners um and so like i said earlier you know let us know your thoughts did you get this poster what do you think about it um you know are you from the area does that resonate more with you because you have ties to milwaukee wisconsin um or are you like us that just you know happen to to be able to Get this poster and now absolutely like fall in love with it. Yeah. Now I'm taking a deep dive on Milwaukee and saying, wow, it's lakefront. It looks beautiful. Do we need to go to Wisconsin Maybe now? Milwaukee is a destination <laughs> that we didn't know about. And so we'll see. A but, tour 2024, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I, I bet it's nice and cool up there well, in, we'll in the middle of summer. Cooler, for sure. But well, like Erica said, thank you all for listening yeah. and um, interacting with us on the Facebook, on the Instagram. Yep. Give us a like, give us a follow, give us a share, give us a listen. Mm-hmm. As always, thank you, and we'll talk to you next time That's on the right, podcast. Y'all. Have a good one.